Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, guys. So it's been a while and I have been in a season where I've been traveling and things have just been crazy. And I wanted to share just a thought with you that has really kind of started to shift some things for me in my life and it's breaking through barriers. I think a lot of us, you know, we go through life and we go through situations and we all face conflict. We all face adversaries. We have, you know, some people say haters. I don't really use that word, but you have people who come against you, things that come against you. You know, maybe it's a physical, uh, mental, spiritual, emotional issue that comes up against you. And, you know, I don't know uh, if anyone else is in the season, but if you've ever had something that's kind of coming against you or coming at you and you're wondering, how do I break through this barrier? You know, maybe for you, it's you've hit a plateau in your life or um, you're in just a place where you're not happy with where things are at in, in one of those areas that I mentioned earlier. But, you know, I was I was actually in South Africa And I was listening to Lisa Bevere speak and she said something that started this thought process in me that I think has really changed kind of the trajectory of how I face adversaries and situations and things that that would look like um, not only a frustration, but an inconvenience or a hindrance in my life. And one of the things that she was mentioning that I wanted to share with you was she was talking about how it was actually you know, we look at different characters in the Bible. It was the giant that enabled the king to come out of David. Now, before that, he was a shepherd boy and God had been preparing him. And obviously at that, if you don't know the story, he was, he was in this field and he was watching these sheep. And at one point he had come against a bear. And at one point he had come against a lion and he had killed them and he had built up his strength and built up his confidence. And, and, you know, he was a worshiper and, and he was, you know, in tune with God and he served God, but he was this young 16 year old boy. And whenever the giant came, he knew what God had done through him. He knew that he could trust God in the field. So why couldn't he trust him on the battlefield? And she had said something about how it's actually our enemies and our adversaries and the issues in our life that will bring out the God potential that's inside of us that we don't even realize. And it totally shifted my thought process because I think so often in life we can look at the things we've been through. And I, I've done this. Like I look at the things that I've been through and I just think like, God, like, can I just not have another issue? Can I, can I just not have another situation that's disheartening or heartbreaking or, or that's going to hurt me? And whenever she said those things about how it's actually the adversary that can bring out the potential that's God put, that God's put inside of you. I've heard quotes like that. I've even written quotes like that, but it put it in a whole new realm for me because God knows what's inside of you. He knows what he's equipped you with. And it's only until you face that situation that those things that are inside of you are called out that, you know, when you, when you hit that battlefield in your life, the warrior, the king, the queen comes out 
And, you know, for me, it was just such an encouraging thought process because I realized, man, these situations in my life that I look at as a negative or these situations that I look at in my life as something that's going to harm me or hurt me is actually a setup. The enemy thinks he's setting me up for bad, but God is setting me up for good. You know, I, I keep coming back to the scripture in John 10, 10, and it says that the enemy comes to steal and to kill and to destroy, but God came so that we may have life and life to the fullest, or another version says life more abundantly. You know, in that scripture is the plans of God and plans of the enemy. Most of us don't realize that the enemy has plans for you. We just want to believe that God has plans for us, right? So when we see things come against us in life, we, we're so surprised. You know, I, I actually have referenced this before in messages and at different times in my life. But, you know, in different countries, when they're driving, they're not driving thinking like, well, this road's mine. Get out of my way. They're driving actually to dodge people, to dodge animals, to dodge other cars or other vehicles. And they're, they're driving almost from a, from a defensive position. You know, whenever we're in America, we're driving from an offensive state. Like you better get out of my way. I'm going for the goal. Don't mess with me. And there's no other hindrance that can come towards us. And if we get hit, we're like surprised, you know, like if someone swerves in our lane, we're like, how dare you cut me off? But in other countries, that's not how they drive. They don't even have lines in the roadway where they can like say, this is a lane, <laughs> you know, it's just like a dirt road or, you know, you're driving wherever you can, maybe up on the sidewalk. I don't know if you've ever seen anything like that, but I have. And I think about the thought process, you know, we think the same way as a Christian that once we become a Christian, well, nothing should come against me because I have the power of God inside of me. No, you are a freaking target to the enemy. That's exactly why he is coming against you. He's not coming against you. He's not trying to attack you because you're powerless. He knows how powerful you are. He knows how much of God's power resides in you and that you are an heir in his kingdom, that you're royalty and he's afraid of you. You know, the more that we have opposition come up against us, it should actually encourage you because nothing that comes against you will stand. With God's power, he will use everything for your good and for the good of those that love him. And the thing that I have to tell you is it's not just for your good. It's for the people around you. It's for his kingdom. And so his plan goes beyond just what you want. You know, I know that in my own life, I've gotten frustrated before because what I wanted to happen didn't happen. And that can be very disheartening. It could be very frustrating. And we could think that, you know, like it's the enemy's plan that's winning. But actually sometimes... The delays, the denials, the detours, they're a part of God's plan to set you up for good. And you know, whenever I said earlier that, you know, it looks like it's a setup in our life, sometimes we give the enemy credit for something that it's actually the work of God in our life. Sometimes he allows things to be stripped away in our life because they're not best for us. Sometimes he allows people to be stripped from our life because they're not best for us. And he knows they can't go into our next level. And sometimes we get upset with God. We blame it on the enemy and we think, man, you know, like it's just not fair. You know what I know in my life is that I can trust God. I have to remind myself of that, but I know I can trust him. I can trust him with what doesn't look good. I can trust him with what does look good. And as, and as long as in my life, like I know that I'm striving to follow him, to submit to him, that I'm not perfect, but I'm like trying to involve him in my life. I know that his power is made perfect in my weakness. So where I'm weak, where I don't have the answers, where I can't break through the boundary, he can and he can help me. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit. You know you need the Holy Spirit. 
You know, I was explaining this to some of the interns in class this last week because I, for those of you that don't know, I run a college and I'm, I, teach a cl- I teach a couple different classes, but I was telling them about how sometimes we get so confused between the Holy Spirit. I know this is a sidetrack thing, but hopefully this helps you. You know, just like you may be listening today and you are a sister, a mother, a friend, a daughter, or maybe you're a father, a son, a friend, uh, a grandfather even, whatever your role is, you're the same person that you are, even though you have different roles. It's the same way with God. That's why they say the Holy Spirit and, and Jesus and God are the Trinity because they're the same, but they're three parts of the same person. So let me just kind of give you some context to this. So God is the father, Jesus is the son, and the Holy Spirit is the connection between both of them for us. He's a tangible presence of God in our life that we get to experience. And because Jesus came to the earth and he died on the cross, we have direct access to God that we didn't have before. It's like if I handed you a cell phone and I said, your dad is on speed dial, call him, talk to him. Now that you have the phone, now that you have his number, you can access him at any time. You don't have to go through a priest. You don't have to go through a rabbi. You don't have to wait outside of a tent or have a burnt sacrifice in order to see if he's pleased with you or in order to have a relationship. You have direct access to God. So I'm saying all that to say, you have the Holy Spirit. Some people refer to the Holy Spirit as a conscience, as you know the, the understanding between right or wrong. But I think the Holy Spirit helps us not just understand between right or wrong, but he helps us navigate between good and best. You know, there's a good and best in your life. And some of us, we settle for good thinking that's all there is. But when you engage with the Holy Spirit and you, in, you involve God in your situations and you say, God, I don't know what to do here. I don't know how to break through this boundary. I don't know how to get past this limit. I don't know how to defeat this enemy, but I'm just going to follow you. Speak to me. Show me what to do. He uses the Holy Spirit to do that. The Holy Spirit is an advocate in your life. And I think so many of us have access to the Holy Spirit, but we don't use the Holy Spirit. We don't. And I don't mean that using the Holy Spirit in a negative way. I'm saying like you don't have the you have the cell phone in your hand and you don't call your dad. How are you supposed to have a relationship with your dad if you don't ever talk to him? So many of us, we don't know how to access the power of God and his power is already there in our life. We're just not inviting him into our situation. So I want to encourage you today by saying, How do you break past the boundary? Number one, call your dad. Talk to God. Involve God in your situation. Stop trying to do it in your own strength. And understand that the adversary, the issue, the boundary, the situation that you're facing, the brokenness that you're facing is not meant to harm you. It's meant to set you up to bring out the royalty inside of you so that you understand the authority you walk in with God. You know, everything that we go through can grow us. Everything that we go through has potential to help us not only reach a breakthrough, to, but to be living in a state where we are not only experiencing miracles, but we're helping miracles happen for other people. How the heck can we help other people experience a miracle if we don't know how to get them on our own? We have to be the ones that choose to engage with God that we include the Holy Spirit in our lives because he's already there. I love the scripture that says he stands at the door and he knocks. You have to choose to open the door. You have to choose to involve him in your life. So today, how do you break through the boundary? You talk to God. You talk to your father. And you understand that no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you face, God's going to use it all 
for your good. He's going to use it all for his glory. So nothing is wasted. Nothing is empty. Nothing is useless. And nothing can win and nothing can stand against the power of God. We already know in the Bible, it says it's foretold. Our, our future is already foretold. We win. So you're going to either choose to be on the winning side and walk in victory with God or live your life looking at the battles that are an incomplete battle, thinking that you're losing but not realizing you've already won. So what if we got that mindset today of I've already won, so I'm going to follow God into victory. You can't follow God into victory if you don't know how to talk to him. And it's as simple as this. You get into a situation. You're frustrated. Something happens. Something is not working out. You, you stop and you say, God, help me. Lead me. Guide me. And he'll do it. There's no magic trick. It's just engaging with him, being mindful enough to include him in your situation. So let's break past boundaries today. Let's not face the same issues that we've been facing for the past 5, 10, 20 years. I'm saying this with you. I'm, I'm sitting here with you saying, I want to break through the boundaries in my life. And I was challenged this week and I was reminded this week that the adversaries in my life are not to defeat me. They're to set me up to win. Because God will use every single thing in your life for good. He takes your ashes and he turns them into glory. I hope you have a great day and I hope that encouraged you today. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.